had two people walk in today here that needed what we carry. And we carry the spirit of the living God. We had two different people walk in. You know, one, one got saved and get filled, got filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And one got filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. But both of them were drawn in by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is moving. The Holy Spirit is moving. And we get to be a part of what he is doing. Amen. And when you help one person, when you pray for that person, when you encourage that one person, when I say stand up and pray and pray in tongues, you're part of what God's doing in that individual's life. And that is, it's incredible because the enemy wanted to snatch them and keep them in the fires of hell. But God, and he is using this body, this army to equip the church of God and to raise up sons and daughters, to raise up, to equip God's people to do the will of God. Amen. And turn your Bibles to Exodus chapter 14, Exodus chapter 14 and verse 21, Exodus 14 and verse 21. And then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. Say that the Lord caused Moses to stretch out his hand over the sea, and then God sent a strong east wind all that night. All that night the wind blew. All that night there was a strong east wind. And all that night while the wind blew, God was dividing and separating the waters. It didn't take God all night long. In other words, he didn't have to do it that way. In other words, God is God. He can do it like that. Right? God spoke and it was. Think about creation. God spoke and it was. Right? God spoke and it was. And it just was. God said, let there be light and there was. Yeah. And so, so God spoke and there was. But in this particular story, God chose to send a east wind and all night long the wind blew and all night long the waters were parting. Say, so why did it take all night long? Why did it take all night long? It wasn't on God an east wind in so that that sea would be divided you know don't you think that god being god able to split that sea like that but instead took all night long it was because of somebody else it was to increase moses's faith it's to increase our faith it's for him to show you listen i've got this and if you need me to do this in slow motion so that you never forget what i did then i'll do this in slow motion so you never forget the hand of god that moved in your life if you need me to show you and if you need me to show you every step of the way and you want to see it from A to Z and you want to say, okay, that's fine by me. I will make sure you see it all night long. I will make sure you see the strong arm of God all night long because you're never going to forget the provision of God. Say, I'm never going to forget the provision of God. How many of you have seen in your own life, you've seen God move and it's like you saw it and you saw it and you saw it and what you were seeing was increasing your faith. You kept looking and your faith was growing. At first you had very little faith, maybe not even that much faith at all. But then as you saw the hand of God move, what happened was your faith started to increase. Your faith started to rise. And when your faith rose, you said, my God, my God, look at what he did for me. Look at what he did for me. You'll never forget because it's been embedded. It is embedded. It's embedded on your heart and it's embedded on your mind. Am I the only one? 
No, I'm not the only one. There, see, this is how your faith grows. Your faith grows as you walk through these different things that God has allowed in your life and you see the hand of God no matter what. You see you're, you're up against a wall, but then God's hand comes. And sometimes it comes quick. It's a sudden breakthrough. And sometimes you see every single step of the way and your faith increases and you're rising up and there is no way, no how that anybody can tell you differently about your Lord because you've seen him firsthand. Amen. And so, Mo, so God has stretched out his hand over the sea all night long, causing that, that east wind to just flow in and the waters divided. Now let's look at verse 22. And so the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. They went on dry ground. It was dry when God allowed them to walk. Now, remember, the waters were parted. The water, waters were parted, and it was water that was there before. But now, all of a sudden, we see another miracle. We see that when they were walking, they were walking on dry ground and not wet ground. God is saying, listen, you're not going to have to tread through this water, mud, this muddy situation. I'm going to cause you to walk on dry ground. It's another miracle that God is doing, and he has done, and he continues to do in our lives. Amen? Amen. And so he says, the children went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on the right, and they were a wall to them on the left. God's waters, can you imagine, a wall on one side and another wall of water, of water. Water is not still. This water was not still. I could just see the movement. I could see the movement in the water, but yet it was still a wall. It wasn't coming in. It wasn't an avalanche. It wasn't taking them over. It wasn't drowning them. It was a wall. But that wall, let me tell you, every step, can you put yourself in that position? Because every step that they walked on dry ground, hearing the roar, hearing the roar, hearing the water, hearing the sound, but knowing that it's a wall on one side and a wall on another, and they're going to walk right on through. And the provision of God strengthens you. Amen. Somebody say yes. Hallelujah. That's exactly what it happened. And so then it says, verse 23, the Egyptians pursued and went after them in the midst of the sea, all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and all of his horsemen. So here we go. They're walking through the water and here's their enemies, all their enemies, the, the, you know, Pharaoh and the Egyptians just coming after them, right? It came to pass in the morning though. Somebody say, Came to pass in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. It came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians, lest you think God sleeps. He says, I do not sleep. I do not sleep and I do not slumber. God's always watching and he knows exactly what's going on. So he says, it says here, the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and through the pillar of clouds. And he says, he troubled the army of the Egyptians. Uh, the Lord sent the trouble, but not to the children of Israel, sent to the trouble to their enemies. Uh, the Lord is the one that will trouble your enemies. He's a troubler to those that trouble you. He is the one that's going to trouble those that trouble you. And when you believe that God truly is for you and that he will trouble those that trouble you, you're going to walk with such confidence that you know there is nothing, no weapon that's formed against me that's going to prosper. No way, no how, because I know who I believe in. I know who I stand in agreement with. I know who my life has been given to, and it's Jesus Christ, the author and the perfecter of my faith. Amen? Amen. Do you know that God does this? Amen. It says here, 
It says here in uh, 2 Thessalonians 1.6 that he will be a troubler to those who trouble you. 2 Thessalonians 1.6. That is good. Somebody said that's good news. He's going to be a troubler to those who trouble you. Sometimes the enemy thinks he can try to trouble you. Sometimes the enemy thinks that he can try to bring uh, some assignment from the, from, the, from the south, you know, from the east, the west. He tries to bring some assignment in an area you weren't expecting. Maybe you weren't looking, and here he's trying to trouble you. But the Lord promises uh, that he is going to trouble those who trouble you. And you've got to remember who you are. You got to remember, oh no, oh no, devil. The minute you see that assignment rising up, the minute that you see that opposition, the minute that you see those words, word curses, that opposition coming against your livelihood, coming against your children, come on, coming against your marriage, the minute that you see, the minute that you see it, you got to realize, oh, really? Let me remind you of the word of God. Let me remind you that you're going to try to trouble me, but the Lord is going to trouble those who trouble me. So I got news for you, devil. You're under my feet. I got news for you devil you don't even stand a chance i got news for you devil the winds parted the sea and the children of israel walked on dry ground and the enemy pursued the enemy that was pursuing the the children of israel god pursued them and overtook them overtook them Let, let's sometimes we need to remember to remind the enemy of his destiny which is defeated which is under our feet oh hallelujah and so he troubled the army of the Egyptians. The Lord looked down. Let's read it again. The Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar, fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians. Sometimes you go, my gosh, I don't know how this is going to work out. How is God going to rescue me? How is this situation going to work out? I have no idea how God's going to do it. I just know that he is. I just know that he is. You don't have to have an idea how he's going to do it. You just need to know that he is. Amen. You don't need to have it figured out because you're not God. You just didn't know that he will. He's going to do it because he's done it. He's done it. He's already done it, and you're going to see it. You're going to see it. Hallelujah. I love that because you know what? It builds your confidence in Christ, not in you. Say, my confidence is built in Christ, not in me. He is the hope of glory. He is seated. He is seated right now in the realm of glory, seated in the realm of glory, and he knows exactly what's going on, and he's in control. Amen. God's in charge. Say, God's in charge. In Psalm 47, 8, the word says that the Lord is seated on the throne, reigning over nations. The Lord is seated on his throne, and he reigns over the nations. Let me give you that scripture again. Amen. Let me give you that scripture again. It's Psalm 47, 8. You want to write it down? You can write it down. Psalm 47, 8. He's enthroned in his throne. And he is seated in, in his throne and he reigns over the nations. Uh, see, he reigns over the nations. He sits on his holy throne. This moment, currently, like right, right now. Like, I don't care what's going on in the world right now. God is enthroned. He is seated in his throne. It says that he rules over the nations. It's plural, guys. It is plural, guys. It, he rules over the nations. Trust me, he hasn't fallen asleep. Trust me, he has not abdicated his position. Trust me, he is truly with you and for you. Trust me, he knows what you're going through, and he's also the strength that is inside of you, rising you up, doing the will of God. He is able when we, when we cling to him. Amen? And so let's look at verse 25. 
So we know that the Lord troubled the Egyptian army. And you might say, how did he trouble the Egyptians? How did he trouble their army? How? Because the children of Israel are walking through on dry ground. They're thinking, praise God, we're finally getting to leave. Finally, the exodus. Finally, we've been waiting for this moment. Uh, you know, he was, he was, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Finally, we're going through. It looks like it's going to happen this time. They turn around and, oh, my God, they're coming after me. Oh, my God, they've got chariots and horses and they're all, they're in the, they're right, right behind us on this dry ground, right behind us. I thought it was going to work this time. What happened? But God, but God. And then he says, I, he's going to trouble the Egyptians because he's looking over. And he said, how, Lord, how? Well, let's look at how he troubles the Egyptians. Verse 25. And he took off their chariot wheels. He literally just took off their tires, people. He just took off the tires of the enemy. If he needs to take the tires off your enemies, then he'll do that. Let me tell you. And you know what? They can't drive without the tire. If he needs to cause the tire to be flat, if he needs to flatten the tire of your enemy, he'll flatten the tire of the enemy. But let me tell you something right now. He literally took off the chariot wheels. They were racing. They had their best of their best. They had their choice chariots. Come on, you know it. They had the best of the best. You know, Pharaoh was like, well, I'm going to have the best of the best chasing after them. God's like, really? Because you're no match. Your best of the best is not a match for God. Because I don't care how hard you try, you will never, ever, ever outdo my children. No matter how you try, I don't care what you come up with. I don't care what tactics you come up with. Because they trust me, saith the Lord, I will rescue them. Because they trust me, saith the Lord, I will rescue them. Do you trust the Lord? We're gonna, then he's going to rescue you. Hallelujah. No matter what. Glory to God. So he takes off their chariot wheels, verse 25, so that they drove them with difficulty. Yeah, I think so. They drive them with difficulty. Talk about slowing down the speed. Talk about slowing down the speed. Talk about throwing something in their way. Oh, great. What is going on? They're getting, they're totally increased. They're going way too fast for me now. That's right. And so the Lord said to Moses, look at verse 26. Stretch out your hand over the sea. Okay, here's the best part. Stretch out your hand over the sea, over the waters that come back upon the Egyptians, he says, on their chariots and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, again, 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 he could have done it in a second, but again, whose faith is being increased? Our faith, his faith, our faith. And so in the morning, it says, the sea turned into its full depth while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So in other words, they were drowned. It says in the end of verse 27, the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Look down at verse 28, the very end of it. It says, not so much as one of them remained. God's fighting your battles. God knows your struggle. God already has the solution. We just need to believe. We just need to know God is already assigned unto you what you need for your victory. Amen. So even though it may not happen on your timetable, even though you think, Lord, why are you taking so long? You could just do it like that, Lord. You could just do it like that. Lord, why is wicked allowed to prevail? Lord, why is this continuing to happen? You could do it like that, Lord. You could do it like that. Of course he could. Of course he could. And he could have done it like that in this story as well. But he didn't. He didn't for a reason. So when God's taken a little longer than you kind of 
had hoped for. Remember, he is teaching faith. He is teaching you to be equipped. He's causing you to see with the eyes of the Spirit and not to take your eyes off of him. Because when you keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith, when you keep your eyes on Jesus, you're being transformed on the inside. You become a Holy Ghost person that's so filled with the glory, the power, and the fire of God. And nothing is going to change your mind. Nothing is going to, ah, let me tell you about my Jesus. People go, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, look at this, look at, let me just tell you about my Jesus. Because he raised the dead. He called me out of darkness. He pulled me out of the pit. Let me just tell you about my Jesus. Let me just tell you. Yeah, 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 I see all of that. I know all of that. But I just got a praise in my mouth. I just got a victory in my mouth. Let me just tell you about my Jesus. That's what he's doing. He's raising your faith level. He's raising your faith level that you will never, ever, ever, ever again deny or doubt the power of God in your life. You've seen it too many times. I've seen it too many times. I've seen it so many times that I am sold out. I'm a sold out believer. I'm a sold out believer. I'm a sold out believer. Fire of God that flows through me. Sold out believer. Glory, 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 glory. And verse 30, so the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. The Lord saved them that day. Guys, there was many, many, you know, years and turmoil and struggle and, you know, the, the conflict that went on and on and on. But the Lord saved them on that day. And they saw with their own eyes the destruction of evil. And let that word encourage someone in here today. Because just as the Lord did this for Moses and for the Israelites, he is doing the same for you. He is doing the same for you. You will see with your eyes, uh, right, the destruction of the evil. And I'm talking about the evil spirits. You'll see that corrupt corruption being just totally destroyed and under your feet because God says in his word, I am not a respecter of persons. When they seek me, they will find me when they seek me with all their heart. Do you seek him with all of your heart? When you seek him, you will find him with all your heart. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And verse 31 Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed. The people feared the Lord and they believed that the Lord, they believed the Lord and his servant Moses. They saw and they believed. They saw and they believed. They saw what God has done. And they believed not only the Lord, but they believed God's messenger. They believed that Moses was truly sent by God. We know that, you know, they went back and forth, back and forth, and they're not done going back and forth. We know that. But at this moment in time, they saw the work of God, and they said, to God be the glory. My goodness, look at what he has done. Well, never forget the work of God. Never forget the move of God. That's why he took all night to rescue you. That's why he took all night to divide that sea. Never forget the work of God. Never forget God's saving grace. That's why sometimes it took years, and you said, Lord, why did I have to wait so long? Why did I have to lose so much? 
Never forget the work of God. He's trying to raise up your faith level to say, no matter what, I trust you, Lord God. No matter what, the praise of God is going to be within my mouth, upon my lips. No matter what, I'm going to give you all the praise and the glory. No matter what. It doesn't really matter because here's the thing. God is for me. He's not against me. It doesn't matter what the enemy does because here's what the word of God says. He says, I am for you, not against you. He says, I'm raising you up. And the greater one that lives on the inside of you is able. He is able. The greater one lives on the inside of you. He is able. Somebody put your hand on your spirit right now. Say, the greater one lives on the inside of me, and he is able. He is able. The greater one lives on the inside of me, and he is able. Uh, Pastor Steve, please close that door. We are not going to allow that rehabilitation place to be smoking, whatever they're smoking, right outside our doors. We bind that thing and command that thing to go right now. In the name of Jesus, we drive out every wicked assignment, every evil, every evil addiction right now. We command it to go right now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah, they're in a rehab center, but they need to be in the rehab center of the Jesus Christ of the Lord Jesus Christ they need to be where they can be delivered 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 not just rehabilitated but delivered in the name of Jesus so Lord even as you drew in one today that was a sign guys that was a sign God drew drew one in during worship today literally during worship drawn in by the Spirit of God drawn in by the Spirit of God I saw her walk in I saw her sit over there I saw her just be so engaged in worship. I knew she was a believer. I knew she had lost her way. I knew that Jesus drew her in. I knew that she knew where the well was and that she came right to the well. She came right to where the well. The well is that the well of life, the wells of salvation. She came right in. God just brings them right into your hands. He's bringing them right into your hands, guys. He's bringing them right into your hands, bringing them right into this church. Thank you, Jesus. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. We don't believe in coincidences. God just drawing them right in. What happens? She, she's engaged in worship. She's engaged. I can see she loved Jesus. I saw, I saw that she needed the power of God. She receives the power of God. She receives the baptism of the Holy Spirit. She leaves speaking in tongues. God, come on. Glory to God. I know that she's on her program, that she needed to go back. She was probably on her break. She was on her break. And where did she go? To the well. Where do you go when, where do you go when there's a break? To the well. Until you actually are so immersed in the well that you never take a break again. When you're so immersed in the well, you don't ever take a break again you live in the well you live in the well you live in the overflow now oh so you think I'm kidding do you think I'm kidding because I'm not I am not kidding I am not kidding but when I got saved and then three years later I got baptized in the Holy Spirit from that moment forward I got ablaze with the fire of God and I have never ever ever not once shrunk back not once the fire of God just continues to grow it's an inferno that continues to grow I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ it is the power of God for salvation for all people I'm not ashamed of the power of God I know what the power of God has done for me I know what the power of God, so I'm not trying to just on my breaks every once in a while get filled up. Oh no, I live filled up. Are we going to live filled up? Glory.